Welcome to the Yoga Church Sunday Sermons. These sermons are filmed in the place I'm lucky enough to call my backyard, so you might hear the sounds of birds, geese, roosters, trains, and winds, and sometimes my sweet pup Indy. As we stand here, still at the beginning of a new year, let's take a moment to ponder how much energy we spend acting from our ego self how much energy we spend trying to control how the world perceives us. I invite you to notice how much energy you spend chasing after what your ego likes and how much energy you spend avoiding what your ego doesn't like. And of course, to pay attention to how many of your actions are rooted in fear. When you add it all up, how much pain do we cause ourselves? How much of our personal suffering, our stuckness, is caused by our own habits of thought, feeling, and behavior? So what do we do? I've recently been reading a book on Celtic spiritual practices. The last practice in the book is the practice of three essential things. Apparently the number three is sacred in the Celtic tradition, and the Celtic saints would often express their desires and their commitments in sets of three. For example, Irish Saint Ita was said to focus on faith, simplicity, and generosity. And when he was dying, desert father Abba Benjamin said, be joyful at all times, pray without ceasing, and give thanks for all things. And of course, we know the Trinity expresses three natures of God as source, incarnation, and spirit. The practice of three essential things can help us discern what's most important as we work to move away from the habits that keep us stuck and in pain, as we work to move through life with a greater sense of intention. Of course, there's no such thing as the perfect three things, right? It's up to each one of us to craft our own list. But the number three is important. As the author of the book I was reading, Christine Walters Paintner writes, I love that they come in threes, as three is a number which helps us break past dualities. We tend to view life in either or black-white dichotomies. When the third possibility enters, we are invited to hold the complexity and mystery of life and realize that life is so much vaster. Reading through this practice, I pondered my own connection to sets of threes, and a few things came to mind. First, one of my favorite biblical quotes from the prophet Micah. He has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. And second, which will be the focus of our sermon this morning, is the practice of Kriya Yoga, or yoga in action. Kriya Yoga consists of, you guessed it, three parts. The Yoga Sutras teach us that these three essential things can weaken the causes of suffering in our lives, can weaken our ignorance, our ego, our attachment, our aversion, and our fear. So this sutra, Sutra 2-1, I'll chant it for you. Tapaha Svadhyaya Ishvara Pranidhanani Kriya Yogaha this first aspect of Kriya Yoga is tapas, a Sanskrit word that refers to heat. Tapas is the practice of self-discipline and effort. 
It's the practice of building enough internal heat to burn off any impurities that exist within our system. It's the practice of building enough internal power that we can stay strong in the commitments we make. The second aspect is svadhyaya, which is a concept we explored in a sermon last month. It refers to study. Svadhyaya is the practice of self-study. It's the practice of understanding where we come from and who we are. It's the practice of working to see ourselves clearly and honestly. The third aspect is Ishvara Pranidhana, which is actually two words, Lord and dedication. It's important here to understand that yoga is not a religion and Ishvara is not a sectarian creator god that you are being asked to believe in. Ishvara is said to be a special self, one that exists beyond the bounds of space and time. Ishvara Pranidhana is the practice of trying to understand how we fit in the cosmos. It's about surrendering our ego and understanding our self as part of a much larger self. It's the practice of dedicating all our actions to something higher than ourselves. Taken together, these three essential things, self-discipline, self-study, and self-surrender, compose the practice of yoga in action. Echoing the quote I read from Christine Walter's painter about the power of three, I love that there are three aspects in Kriya Yoga. It's a really important piece of why this practice is so powerful. Without all three aspects, we could easily fall out of balance. If it was only about self-study, we could become utterly self-absorbed and actionless. If it were all about self-discipline, we could become dangerous, causing harm to ourselves and others through our extremism. If it were all about self-surrender, we could become utter victims to life, taking zero responsibility for anything that happened to us. Even if we take two at a time, we still get into trouble. Right? If we're only about self-study and discipline, we could fall into the, the trap of thinking that we had to do everything on our own. And if it were only about self-study and surrender, we could fall into the trap of thinking that everything should be done for us. Right? The power of Kriya Yoga is found in its triune nature. These three things practiced together keep us equally balanced in responsibility, clarity, and humility. What would happen if we made the commitment this year to remember our true identity, to remember that aspect of ourselves that is so much greater than our ego, than our likes and our dislikes, so much bigger than our fear? As we move deeper into the new year, I invite you to take up this three-part practice of Kriya Yoga, this practice said to weaken the causes of suffering in our lives. Be intentional. Pay attention. Notice the areas of your life that need more clarity. And through honest self-reflection, search out where self-discipline is needed and where self-surrender is needed. We don't have to remain stuck. We don't have to live at the whims of our ego self, chasing after likes and dislikes. Right? We can decide to connect with, to remember, and to act from what's most essential in our lives. Get reflection questions, join the discussion, subscribe at summercushman.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Yoga Church annual retreat 
happening July 7th through 11th, 2019 on Bainbridge Island. I hope you'll join us.